0: We will win and be victorious. Welcome to the Yom Kippur Perspective. (laughs) (laughs) The Yom Kippur Perspective is in honor of Joey Dayan and his entire family. May they be signed and sealed in the Books of Health, Happiness and Prosperity. The Yom Kippur perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalemah, the complete and speedy recovery of Ravamita ben Shoshana, Layam Baskittel, and Shuul ben Britta, the Yom Kippur perspectives in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmid Daniel ben Gedaliah, may their souls be uplifted, and may their memories be a blessing. We are about to begin the holiest time of the year, the day of forgiveness, Yom Kippur, a day that we abstain from physical enjoyment to feel the immense holiness that is clear, that is obvious during this time. A day that its loftiness alone atones for our sins against God. A day that our most authentic self is glowing, the essence of our soul, the deepest levels of our For nearly 26 hours, we will forgo most material pleasures for a spiritual awakening. We will spend most of our time in shul praying to obtain angel-like status in the hopes of complete forgiveness and vindication. The Torah reading on Yom Kippur is from Parshas Ahre Mais where Moshe Rabbeinu details the unique service of Yom Kippur in the Besamekdash or in the Mishkan. The holiest person, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, would enter the most sacred place in the world, the Kodesh Hakodashim, the holies of holies. Before he began the Yom Kippur service, the Kohen Gadol would offer a personal sin offering and ask forgiveness so he can adequately and properly represent the Jewish people. He would also offer a sin offering on behalf of the rest of the Kohanim and the rest of Leviim so they can adequately and properly represent the nation with their service in the Mishkan or midash, And only after these personal sin offerings would he begin the intricate, complex, and unique services of Kippur. The Kohen Gadol would enter the Holies of Holies three times during this very special and holy day. And when it came time to enter, he would first immerse himself in a mikveh, in a body of water, once again. He would change from his usual beautiful priestly garments to plain white garments to remove any remembrances of the sin of the golden calf, the glazov, and he would enter the Kaddish HaKadoshim. The first time he entered, he would bring the Kittaris, the incense offering, to please God as he prayed on behalf of the nation. The next time he entered, he brought the blood of the burnt offering, the Ulah, as he prayed for atonement and a year of blessings for the Jewish nation. And the final time he would enter the Holies of Holies, the Kohen God would take out the burning taras, the incense that he brought in the first time. But he would also pay very close attention to the two Keruvim, the golden angels, with childlike faces on the top of the Arana Kodish of the Ark of the Covenant. According to the Talmud, the two Keruvim represented the pairing of God and the Jewish people. So when God was happy and pleased with the Jewish nation, they faced each other. But when He was not, heaven forbid, they miraculously turned away and faced opposite each other. The Kohen God would look where the Kruvim were standing to know if He successfully obtained forgiveness for the Jewish nation. When He exited the Hodes of Holies, the Kodesh of Kedoshim, for the final time, the Kohen God turned and blessed the Jewish people with a prayer that we joyously sing today. May this be a year of light, a year of blessing, and a year of rejoicing. In the Mishkan and in the Bismikdash, people would struggle to try to position themselves to see and to catch a glimpse of the Kohen Gadol's face. The Machsor describes the aura surrounding the Kohen Gadol after completing the service, like a groom's face after his wedding, like a rose in a beautiful garden, like a bright star on the eastern horizon. The Kohen Gadol's euphoric energy and spirit was because he knew that God has forgiven the Jewish people. Therefore, seeing the face of the Kohen Gadot when he finished a service was the culmination of Yom Kippur, for it perfectly sums up the purpose and the mission of Yom Kippur, seeing how our Father in heaven matches our commitment and dedication towards him, realizing that God with immense love, with immense compassion and mercy counts our efforts as a whole and purifies us once again, understanding that we are victorious in the fight to receive an unobstructed open and clear path to the one above. The Lubavitcher Rebbe instituted a custom to sing a song at the end of the Na'ila prayer called the Napoleon's March. It is a song and the niggin, the melody, at the beginning, at the end of this episode. It is an electrifying and galvanizing melody and tune that signals victory and triumph because we have indeed won. I want to leave you with the holy words of the Lubavitcher Rebbe for the blessings on Yom Kippur. (laughs) Што собенчу на смере цикъл, ехо двоя хас бе чехи плами строе. Ми за силуг наш си мотело, шо на тело ми сухо бе чей ванире ва нигле. Ломатро масоро тфохин бе